Hello, namaste everyone, and welcome to Awaken Your Light radio show. My name is Karen Kressman, and I am a multiversal shaman, spiritual interpreter, and self-empowerment coach. And it is my mission, vision, journey in life to learn how to unconditionally love me, first and foremost, and then share it with all of you. So in this walk, it's about uncovering who we are and who we aren't to step into who we were meant to be, who we were born as, the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful light that we were born to be. So it is a joy and an opportunity to walk with all of you in this. We are in this flow together. In my meditation group, we've been doing a lot of work lately in connecting the matrix of 3D to the matrix of 5D. So it's an easy flow for everyone to step into the new world, the new spiritual GPS system of using our intuition to understand where to flow to next, and not looking at our eco-thought systems to do that. I just wrote a really beautiful newsletter that, honestly, guys, I have to tell you, it was 9.30 at night when I finished dinner, and I thought, I am not doing a newsletter. I kept asking all Memorial Day weekend, what is the opportunity for the next newsletter? You know, what do you guys want me to write about? What do you, I didn't get any clues, none whatsoever. And I'm, I had a, something to do Thursday evening and I tossed and turned, should I go take this surprise birthday gift to a friend or should I go home and write the newsletter? And I thought, you know what? I'm just not doing a newsletter this month. I keep asking who's doing it, who's writing it, and I heard Mother Mary. I'm like, oh, well, we'll see. We'll see if I have time. (laughs) I got home, I ate. It was 9.30, and I'm like, I'm not doing the newsletter. I can't get it out in time anyway. It won't be done in, in May. I'll just let it go for now. And I heard, no, you need to get the newsletter. It will be fast, and you will get it done in time. A quarter to 12, uh, 11.45, it got finished, and I was glad that I wrote it. It's called Creation Portal, and it's a really beautiful piece about how to step into 5D, how to step into creation and alignment with the quantum field. What is the new way to do that? So very interesting. Very interesting. You can check that out on KarenCressman.com. Also, the next show is June 10th, and in honor of Father's Day, God will talk to us about how to recreate your masculine energy. So that should be really exciting. And much has happened since I recorded this show last Saturday. So I will fill you in on that. As we go, I'll, I'll just I'll share that with you after the show because it's really quite fascinating of what happened. And what's also fascinating is that when I was at my point of departure, 
that I, I, I have a, a, spa- a place that I go to on this planet. And that's my point of departure till I cross through the portal to get to my point of arrival. You always need to have of where you're leaving from and where you're going to whenever you move in the quantum field. So I get that I'm at my point of departure. And for the first time ever, a legion, I'm talking hundreds of dragons flew by and flew past me. And I'm thinking, what was that about? And it was after the show that Marcus told me why. So I'll clue you in afterwards, and you'll understand that too. So let me ask what I am supposed to tone for today. Creation. Flow and creation portal. All right. another really long in-between phase where dragon slipped and we finally came out and went through rock. I thought it was difficult in a ship. It's not so fun in a dragon either, or on a dragon. Um, whoa. And we come out to this underground base. Um, interesting. Very interesting. There's a lot of we're we're like on this um ledge, a rock ledge. High, high, high up where 
most likely we won't be spotted. Um, hmm, is someone going to meet us? Oh, a shuttle just came through the wall next to us. <gasps> Karini! Hello, Namaste! Oh my gosh, Mark and I missed you. Hello, hello. Hugs for both Nam- of us. Namaste, Karini. We missed you. I felt it. I heard. Thank you. We've been so busy. I wanted to catch you all up on what's been going on. So thank you for missing me so much because it called me to this meeting today. Thank you. And Valerie won't be with us today? No, he won't. He asked me to step in. I'd like you to, to introduce you to um, another one of the Amshar. This is Wilhelm. Hello, Wilhelm. Wait, I think I said that wrong. Could you please repeat the name for me? It's not, it's not Wilhelm, like the name we know. It's, it's Willem. Willem? Willem. 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 I went with something I knew, but it's Willem. Um, V-I-L-L-I-A-M. Wilhelm. Willem. Thank you, Willem. Thank you for being here. Namaste, Willem. Welcome. And uh, yeah. we send all our love and appreciation to you, as you know, and all the Amshar and inner earth races, for this is a co-creation for the greater good of the whole. Namaste. They're, they're bowing like, amen, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So where are we at at this moment? What planet did I, I know that I... I we traveled pretty far today. Yes, you did, Karen. This is actually Uranus again, but it is a different base than you've been in before. Remember, this is the planet that has the huge portal system on the other side that you can't see from Earth, and that's why this is so busy right now. That's an intergalactic portal that can bring people in from other galaxies. Curry, could you explain the difference to me? Because there's a huge portal uh, behind the moon that can't be seen from Earth. And it's supposed to be a super gateway, a super gate, Could you explain the difference between these two? I think I know, but I'd like to hear it from you for everyone listening. I would be happy to, yes. Karen, actually, your thoughts are correct. The gateway up up behind the moon goes to different universes. That's why it's so important. You can travel between galaxies, between suns, between universes. So it's multiversal, interstellar, and intergalactic. 
Aha. Okay. That is what I thought. And what about this one by Uranus? What's this one? This one's interstellar intergalactic because it's within the universe. So it's not as powerful as the other one. That's why that one is so sacred. Should be, really. This one is equally important, if not more so, because it's within this universe. And it's not often that races like humanity or even inner earth are going to go in, uh, multiversal. That doesn't happen often. We're going to go more within the universe and the galaxy. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Mark, do you have a question about that? Um, yes. Um, were, were you able to listen to our last show that we did with Galilee and went to the other universe? We were briefed on it. Yes. Yes, we were. And the, yeah, well, basically it was with the builder waste cousins. So, um, yeah. so how do you protect these, these gates that we're speaking of? How do you make sure that they're protected so that those that are, go through it are approved and, and it's those that are not um, are prevented from utilizing them? Well, that would be better answered by the Andromeda Council. I can give you my understanding of it only. It's, that's why there was a, a barrier around the, this universe to protect our world. And these particular portals were monitored by what um, they were shut down to certain frequencies. So they were able to be programmed, let's say, in a way that would prevent certain galaxies from coming here or certain beings. There were encodings that were done that would prevent it. And for a while, there was no use going multiversal. Um, it couldn't even come from another universe. Although, <clears throat> that couldn't have been so because the genetic farmers came in. So that's how a lot of the genetic farmers came in to it. But that was after the barrier came down, also, remember. So before that, it was kept so that that couldn't happen. And it could only be within this universe. Then when the barrier came down, the programming came down as well. And that was shifted. And as far as the, the portal outside of Uranus, that one is monitored in a similar way. There's a programming feature that allows certain access and certain non-access. Similar to your computer systems where um, in some companies people have access to certain things and, and others don't. Uh, there's granted access. It's a, it's a similar concept to that. Okay, 
let us get going here with what you're seeing. Um, everyone, let me describe what I'm seeing. We're on this ledge, this rock ledge, and we're I'm looking over, and there's a deep, deep, deep cavern. And is this? Are these military people? Something's being moved in and out. There's like these um, cars. Are these mining? They almost look like a mining cart, something on that nature. What am I? Supplies, Karen. They're supplies. These are like the track cars that you would see in a mine shaft, um, and they're filled with supplies. What kind of supplies? And is this a military uh, installation? It is. It is a military installation. Aha. I've been hearing that there's a lot of them around Earth and that a lot of times these secret um, people who work for the secret space program, they'll go in an elevator and they'll go down and, and they don't even know that they've just been portaled to another planet. And there's holograms used to make them think that they're in they're on Earth. Correct. This is one of those facilities. Okay. That's why you were led mm. to listen to that show, Karen. Got it. Mm. Okay. Mm. So can you can you tell us an update as to the galactic uh, war and how that, has that been brought to a completion point or close to that? for this planetary system in the Milky Way galaxy? So um, I want to add to that. Uh, Mark, you mean the Alliance? Has the Alliance been able, the Alliance and the groups working with to diminish the harm being done, like the Andromeda Council and groups like that? That's what you're talking about, correct? That and also has the inner earth been purged of the negative uh, races that had the intention to cause harm? Has that been completed yet or close to it? Okay, so you're talking like the reptilian bases and things on the yes. nature. Yeah, and, and like the ones that we were working to purge, which were the Drake and reptilian hybrids and, and others that were hiding in the inner earth. Have they all been removed, the, the ones that had the intention to cause harm and to interfere and so forth? The Alliance has made great strides. They have, they are in, I, I don't like to use this term, but they are in control of the process and what's been going on. The the cabal, the, the, the word you use is the cabal, um, they are, their forces are greatly diminished and they basically are, there's been many who have let go, they have, um, they have surrendered, there are still those that have not, so it is still an issue they are not completely out of control. And unfortunately, a lot of their programs are 
they are set in place, and so they're just being run without people knowing that they can be stopped now. A lot of the the processes on Earth, like your chemtrails and your the um, low emitting frequencies and the food um, demoralization that's been done, all of that is still in place because it's just rotely like a sub-program continuing. However, there have been great strides, and you've seen that in your news and your media and everything with the uh, sex trade and what's been changing on that. So no, it hasn't stopped. It's greatly diminished, and it's on its last legs. That's the best part. So that's where there's a blessing and an opportunity in all this. Now, as far as outside of that in other planetary systems, mostly, mostly it's done. Like you were brought to Uranus and you saw the testing that has been done. I just saw that flash in Karen's mind. She wanted to know if that had ended. And that's another tricky part, the same as you heard from Prime Creator, is that we can't tell creation what it can and can't do. We can stop manipulations. And that's like the genetic races. We're told to stop manipulating you, that you get to go and move forward as a race now. That's important. That's important. But creating new races is a different issue. With, that would be stopping all creation. That's still something that's being discussed and agonized over. Let's put it that way. Because we don't want to see beings being created that are not that are not capable of sustained life. They don't they're not genetically capable of reproduction. So you're creating a creature that has no evolution but death. And yes, nothing dies completely. However, when you create that way, you're also creating negative energy in the, in the field. And it affects everyone. So trust me, that's a question that a lot of us are agonizing over what's the right answer to. So a lot of things have shifted. And there are other things that are still being worked on. Thank you, Curry. Thank you. And do you wish to for us to continue to call you Curry? I understand that's not the accurate pronunciation of your name. No, it is not the accurate pronunciation of my name. However, Karen, I like that it it links us with the K. So I would prefer that you call me Kari. I like hearing that from you. Okay. Thank you. Fair enough. 
All right. So we are back. She's focused me back to what I'm seeing. Um, oh, wait. I just saw all of these cars leaving that I thought were loaded with things. I'm seeing a new trail of cars coming in that are... Um, that are coming, are these new supplies? Yes. And they are opening up. There's beings getting out of them. Oh, no. Oh, no. These do not feel like they are positive beings. They're gray reptilians. I'm not gray. Gray green. They're green type reptilian beings with with guns? They came with guns. Yes, Karen. They were brought in like cargo. How do you know about this? It's that they didn't want anybody to know this. And whose whose facility is this? Is this is this one of the um, secret space programs? Yes, Karen. It's a military industrial complex. Oh my God! Oh my God! They're getting reinforcements. Yes. Oh, drat. So are, are, are they fighting for us, for the Earth humans? No. And whose side no, are they on? Mark. They're on the, the, the Cabal side. I can feel that. They're negative. They're negative. They're not positive. So correct. what did we I'm do? Correct. She's shaking her head yes. So what can we do as the Gromina Universal Council to set things right so that they can not do harm or interfere with the greater good and the divine plan? That's the reason that you're here, Mark. So we will answer that, just not yet. And that's, Karen, why we led you to want to do it this weekend. I wanted you to see this. Yikes. Yikes. No, guys, this isn't good. These are, these are hybrid, highly noxious is the word I wanted. Viciously noxious type beings. These are not friendly. Not at all. Am I correct? Philan is saying you are very correct. I couldn't describe it better. Okay. All right. Um, All right. So do we need to bring in our own reinforcements to Uranus to make sure that they cannot cause harm and extricate them like has been done to the inner earth? Uh, hang on, Mark. We'll answer all of these questions. Um, 
I want Karen to continue to see what's going on here. Okay. Um, so, Curry, help me. I'm trying to get a handle for how many. Is it about 100 that just came in? That would be right. Okay. And these are the kind of beings... Could they be shot and killed easily? No. They have a protective armor on their skin? Yes. It's almost like their skin is a... Um, uh, oh, I can't think of the name. Of what the vests that, that policemen wear, their Kevlar. Um, it's like their skin is Kevlar. Not much will penetrate it. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, okay. So, they're being met. Yeah. This is like the Nazi group, isn't it? Yes, Karen. That's the military-industrial complex. They were the ones who came as a result of World War II. And and where did these beings come from? If the Alliance has been getting rid of all the bases and um, the, were these brought in? Like they were brought in from another galaxy? Yes. Huh. Did, did the Andromeda Council know that these were being produced? You guys didn't know it? Correct. We were dumbfounded when we found out. This is not the first group that's been brought in. Oh, no. They've got about a thousand of them now. Oh, dratits. Oh, no. Um... She took my arm and she's saying, Karen, we need you to shift your focus on this. Okay. Um, I was going into fear, everyone, and that she doesn't want that. So tell me what's the opportunity in this. What is the opportunity and what is the solution? Like Mark was saying, what can we do to to help with this. First and foremost, most important thing is knowledge. Now you know that these things are out there. What you can do is, again, as we've guided before, surround them with love. Send a loving field to them. It will discombobulate their ability to do harm. It will fragment it and shatter it. That's the first and foremost. Always, always, always put love around all energy, all positive and negative energy. That's the most important thing. What is their intention? Do you know what the intended use of these beings is? Very good question. Yes. 
they're going to take them and portal them to all the underground bases so that they can come up in different places on earth. And the intent is to then gain power and access back. Okay. As we learn so how can before, we block them from coming how can we block them from portaling in and keep maybe imprison them here on Uranus? Is this their base of operations? And maybe we can either portal them off of Uranus or convert Uranus to a prison type uh, planet that they cannot escape from by closing all portal access to it and out of it. By, by putting them in cargo containers, we did not know what was coming in. The, the Andromeda Council and the, the councils did not know what was coming in. No different than you have um, women and slaves being brought in cargo containers on ships. It's no different. Same concept. Okay? That is how they were brought in. Now that we know about it, and this was just a recent discovery, the Andromeda Council is busy, which is why Galilee is not here. He is busy in meetings right now to determine how they're going to handle this. Now, they're not portaling in. That's the problem. They portal in in the ships. But but apparently what we've been briefed on is that the actual ships, bringing them in, were given cargo and they were told what was in the container and they were sealed. So they don't open sealed containers normally. They didn't realize that they were bringing in these beings. And they had figured out a way to keep us from being able to hear their correct frequency they created a different frequency. So the other thing that's being done right now to answer your questions is we are figuring out how to code their frequency so that we can catch it before it comes in to this facility again or any facility. Once we get the coding on their signature, we can then put the programs up, or the Drama Council can, to prevent them from coming through the portals in the cargo containers. The tricky part is, is the cargo containers are designed to, to scramble their frequency. So that's how they're getting them in here without detection. Now, Again, what, when they're here, they're going through tunnel systems, not portals. So, yeah, the tunnel system does kind of portal to a place. Um, they're looking at that as well, if they can calculate the portaling system to not allow them to come through and have access. But again, if they're putting them, excuse me, if they're putting them in a container, 
that doesn't allow us to read their signal, we won't know what's coming through the portal systems into the planets. So it is an urgent situation that is happening currently that is a concern to everyone and should be to all of you. However, there's always a solution. So Karen asked for the solution. Mark, you asked what you can do. Again, you send love. The other thing you can do is just start picturing that they're all removed. Just see them removed out of here. Mm. Uh, like Mark was right. saying, could they be portaled from this location now? If the Andromeda Council could portal them up to a ship, and we're still studying the kind of beings they are because of what's happened previously. Certain hybrid beings, if we don't have the right <sighs> boundary systems in place, a lot of people can be harmed before we can take them down. So the potential is to, we need to know more about them. And if we pull them up on a ship and we don't have the right defenses and the right encampments for them, they're just going to harm a lot of people on the ship. And we, mm-hmm. we don't want to take that chance. So we've got to study them and learn as much as possible on them right now. Before we go any further, the best thing we can do is monitor. That is what we're doing, is monitoring to make sure that everything is okay. Monitor them hyperdimensionally so they don't know that you're watching them? Correct. And Karen was just going to ask. Go ahead, Karen. I have a cloak on. Do you have an invisibility cloak as well that keeps us from being seen here? Yes, we do. Mm. Very great. Can we, can we use the liquid light technology that had been used on Earth and also the holographic technology which they had used on inner Earth that we altered to confuse them? with the new technologies that were brought forth to alter the holograms so that they themselves would be then fooled? Could we utilize those two technologies and maybe even modify them both even more? Mark, that's one of the things Galaxy brought to the table, Galilee brought to the table as well. They're looking at that possibility, so thank you. Yes, that is being addressed because of um, what was done in inner earth in those hidden chambers that they were building to hide out in. Yes. So that is something that's being looked at. Trust me, they are doing everything possible because the last thing that any of us want to see are these beings getting a foothold anywhere. They are a new hybrid that none of us want to deal with, honestly. None of us Mm. want to deal with. 
Yeah. So, the, so the good news is that we we know they're here, and that we are working on learning everything possible to prevent them from gaining a foothold. Mm. Have you discovered any on planet Earth yet, or are they mostly here? They're here at the moment, so that's the other good news. They are here, and they are being um, prepared. They're going through training modules. And the other thing that's very interesting that we're, we're kind of taking a look at and hoping will be effective because of their design makeup, they don't play well together either. And you've got a lot of them contained in a small area. And there's a possibility they will start to destroy themselves. Hmm. The other thing about the programming that was done, when you hybrid something this severely and greatly, and you train them to be um, to be destructive to everything and anyone they see. It they you know they see someone outside of themselves even though they see a like image. So there's a potentiality that they will even destroy themselves. Uh, I have an idea. If we could. Trying to the holographic technology they use even more, that we could create a training segment of them and train them in a way which would create more confusion amongst their hybrid race to even instill more instability. We could create different pockets of these holograms and trainers that would suit our needs, that would have a resonance frequency that they would recognize but would be of our own creation so that we could train groups of them enough to destabilize them even more so and to instill them, as you were saying, to destroy each other and be very counterproductive to their nefarious goals. One of the things that's being worked on, Mark, is to reprogram them. There's a programming chip in them. Um, Type of nanite technology. And we're hoping that we can reprogram them as beings that will not want to destroy everything they see. So that's a possibility. Now, there's another thought that you just brought up that they could be portaled into a ship and and scrambled. We don't know how easy it is to scramble them yet or give them a holographic technology if they'll be able to see right through it. Holograms don't... They've learned the technology to see through holograms so that they are not really accurate. So that's the other piece to this. 
that is a concern. All right? So there is much to know and there is much to learn. All good thoughts. You're bringing up many good thoughts. But for right now, we just need more information. Mm. All right. So, uh, um, my teams, as you know, who who I am, who I work with, are available for anything that we can do to support anything that you are do, you and the Drama Council and Universal Council. Probably good to work with the Universal Council for this universe as well, and we will support them and make sure this gets done and done in the most effective way. Mark, if you will continue to connect in your meditations and connect with the Andromeda Council and um, tune in with what they're working on, it will assist that way. That's how you can greatly support it. Now, all the others listening, we want you to know that you can just send love to this area. Again, wrap wrap everything in love. Wrap you you can send what Karen's favorite thing is bubbles of love. You can send boxes of love. You can send um showers of love to surround all beings, all negative forces, all descramble, ask to descramble all harmful forces. Anywhere where there's harm being done scramble it because that will assist you in everything that will assist you on your in all of the mechanisms used to break down the human body and irritate and depress and keep your frequency low and so on and so forth there's a lot you can do it's very simple every day every day and we will keep you posted on what's going on with things like this. This is a great concern right now. And one of the reasons you haven't seen us, we've been very busy with this. Can you tell us more of what's going on with the Anshar and the inner earth beings? It just feels, every time I kind of like even look there, it just feels empty. Yes, we've gotten everything into other dimensionalities and timelines because of what's happening right now on Earth. Um, that concerns me, Curry, in the sense that if we are winning and the Alliance has control and there's a financial shift coming and good things are coming for Earth, why are you so afraid and getting out of the way and going to a different timeline. It's my people. When you shift, it shifts us too because we are so connected to Earth's humanity. And so we are taking care of ourselves. So when you greatly shift your dimensionality, we need to be separated from that or it will shift us too. And we're in the right place for where we need to be right now to heal what we're here 
to heal. So that is why we're taking care of ourselves this way. It's not because we don't believe Earth is going to ascend. That's not it at all. So thank you for asking that question to clarify it, because if you were wondering, so were others. We appreciate that. All right, the question I have is, as you know, with the the work that I've been doing with my teams, with the Galactics, with the Guardians, and so forth, and, and assisting with everything that is going on, can we do a quantum shift enough for Earth humanity and the planet Earth so that if they were to attempt to portal into the Earth, it would be into a very different quantum reality than they were planning so that their portaling in technology into the Earth would actually transport them into uh, an empty Earth that we have already vacated and left that particular quantum reality and dimensionality of the Earth so that when they go to the Earth, there's nobody there for them to take control over. No. Sort of like a deception, you know what I'm saying? No, that would not be possible because then it would, everything that would be portaled through this, these facilities would go there. It, we can't distinguish it that uniquely. And the other piece to that is we don't want this energy just hanging out there because it can come back to haunt at any moment in a surprise. Right now, we are aware of where they are. We don't want them somewhere that we don't know where and that they can pop back in at any time. So, um, All right, how, how about this idea? Can we teleport the entire planet of Uranus out of this planetary system or something along that idea? No, Mark, you couldn't do that. If you did that, you would affect the galaxy. You would affect the solar alignment. You would affect the universal alignment. You would then put that into another universe and, and throw that whole molecular structure off. We, we need to deal this with this here. And the reason that we need to do it now is we've got this golden opportunity to learn right now. That's the purpose. It's mm. to learn what we can learn and create shifts. If we just push it off to, you know, band-aid the situation, it's going to come back to haunt later and it's going to be worse because then we're not going to be aware. So, no, mm. we've got the solutions. They're working on many, many, many different possibilities. Most importantly, we're learning facts and figures. That's what right. we needed you to know today. Right. I mean, I can see a lot of different variables a lot of different potentialities, but like you said, we need to figure out which one is the right and best solutions. Because I can see many different probabilities, some a little bit better than others, but it's not really concrete or fine-tuned just yet. Correct. Correct. All right, Pari, do we need to see anything else here at this time? I feel like we're we really should be leaving this space soon. Is that accurate? It is. It is. We need to get out of here. Um, 
before anything is suspected. Okay. And is there anything else that we need to know about inner earth? So you've portaled out. It's pretty empty down there. Yes, it is. What about the tarot? Are they still in inner earth? Yes, they've stayed in their area. They won't be as affected by the shift as we would have been. Okay, good. And then what about um, the raptors? Are they, they're gone now. Aren't they on a different planet? Yes. Yes, they have been um, given an opportunity they couldn't refuse. So they took that, that opportunity. Okay, God. How about and the Buddha Kanesh? Oh, Buddha Kanesh works with the tarot, Mark. So the Buddha okay. Kanesh is, is very happy. Right. Um, and what about, I know that there are other beings in inner earth. Um, and and you, they're not in your council, but I know there's other species. Yes, and they keep to themselves. They're pretty exclusive, so they're good. They're trying to avoid all of this because they don't want their worlds impacted or infiltrated or even really known about. So we are aware of them. And they're holding their own and kind of hiding out at this time. Okay. And what about the base in Antarctica? Can you answer what's happening there? How is, what's going on? They're still drilling and digging and creating bases down there. It's still um, a facility. Is it the Alliance that's doing that? I didn't think it was. No, it's not the alliance. So there's enough power still with the industrial military complex. They've got the power to do all of that. That facility was taken over. So then that would be a, a division of the alliance or an aspect of the alliance. It's a different group within the secret space program that is working on that. That's why you've had so many people from governments going down there. Okay. All right. Where do you see the true disclosure moving forward for Earth humanity? It's happening, slow but sure. You're already getting bits and pieces of it. And the concern is that it's done too quickly, too soon. It will cause too much chaos and discord on the planet. So you will continue to see pieces coming out. And it will happen when we feel that Earth is ready, or not Earth, but humanity is ready to receive that knowledge because as of now it's enough with what's coming out it's enough so okay what do you see about the political and the financial restructuring on the planet 
such as what uh, Karen and me and many others are part of to assist humanity and the planet. That's on course and on focus. Again, there are so many variables playing into it that they are still working on the right time frame for it, the same as disclosure, the same as what to do with these beings. So we keep getting new information or new situations to deal with, and we've got to then look at all of that from a from multiple perspectives. So there is a lot happening in support of humanity. That's what I really want you all to know. There's a lot happening. And I know many of you get frustrated and feel like it's not this and it's not that and this was told to us and that was told to us and this isn't happening and that's not happening. But the bottom line is it's because the variables keep changing so drastically every day and sometimes at every moment. And that's the reason that things haven't happened sooner. So with that said, we really need to take our leave right now and and get out of here. Villain is sensing that they're scouring the the area for frequency, so we've got to leave now. We will say Namaste. It was good to see all of you. And Karen, please get on drumming and scoot out of here now. All right. Thank you, Curry. Thank you, Willem. Bye for now. I'm on drumming. And we are, where do we flip? We can't flip. Oh, he's going through. He's going through the rocks. Ah. Mark, if you want to say goodbye and end, that, that's good. I'm going to... Okay, well, I'm assisting you in drumming right now as well. So thank you, Willem. Thank you, Curry. And, and I'll be uh, talking to both of you very soon, and we shall get this taken care of. <sighs> okay, we're out of the rock. Oof. Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Goodbye for now. Uh, and we'll be back next week. All right, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> that was an intense situation. And it, it really, I felt the urgency to get out of there. So now you know why the dragons came in. What Mark saw was that they were surrounding the planet and they were ready to come to our assistance if we needed it. It was that intense of, a, I mean, there were hundreds of drag, probably thousands. Um, yeah, at least a thousand or more. Um, so they were there to serve and protect us and support Drummond. And the fun part of all of this, I work with the meditation group. You see that information on all the newsletters. And we have a special call, but there's a group of us that do what we call the adventurer's journeys. And we go places and we create things and like the grids between 3 and 5D. And 
one point we created these little keys that could be sent to all beings to open their heart chakras. And this was months ago. I was forgetting about all of that. And I was on a journey. I was on one of these meditation groups that we had been working on. And then I got that I needed to stay on for the meditation call afterwards. So I'm on this call meditating and all of a sudden I was back on that ledge in Uranus. I was back on the ledge and I'm like, huh, what am I doing back here? And I saw these dragonfly keys. They were giant, they're little dragonflies. Um, because dragonflies represent the all the spectrum of light and, and color. They respect they represent the spectrum of color which is light. And these dragonflies were flying in through this crevice into where all of these hybrids were being kept. And the hybrids were grabbing them, food, a snack, handy, tasty treat, and eating them. Others were grabbing them and crushing them. And when they crushed them, I saw it just melt like this love light frequency melt and like go through their bloodstream and to their heart. And the ones that were eating it started to go into an instant like stoned reaction. They started giggling and they started laughing and slapping each other on the back and hugging each other. And during the adventure call, we were working on this situation and we had sent a field of, of plasma light energy in to just cleanse them and clear them. But because of their armor, I was suspecting that wasn't enough. So these dragonflies came in and they started and, 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 and the ones that are eating them are like, man, these are good. You got to taste some of these. And they just kept coming in and these, beings just started to laugh and giggle and they started to swim in the plasma energy coolest thing in the world i was watching this in awe like wow this is what's possible this is how we can create alchemically now is to do things like this and several days later that was Tuesday night. Friday, I'm taking a walk um, during lunch. And I was brought back to an image again of the, the humanoid beings, the military, um, the MIC humans were so upset and angry that these guys were becoming loving. They're like, oh, what the bleep is going on? They were furious. So started to, they closed up the portal of where they were coming in, the, the crevice. It was a crevice. They closed that up, and they started to shoot the, butter, the, the um, dragonfly keys that were still flying around. And as they shot them, they became a mist of loving light, and they everybody was breathing them in, 
now. And it was working just as effectively. And and I'm laughing hysterically as I'm seeing this image. And then I see the dragonfly keys coming through the rocks. Like we do and the shovels do. It's like it's like we we created this to be a source of love and they adjusted their frequency so they could come through rock like like ships and and Drummond and I can. So it was fascinating. So they're still coming through the rocks and and the military, the MIC people were just looking around like, what the blazes is going on? So I believe we have come up with the collaborative, co-creative solution for this situation. And here's what struck me, because I called Mark right away to say, guess what is going on? <laughs> and he just cracked up laughing. It's like, I love it. Oh, what a great solution. And what we realized is they have, this is our planet. Humanity has to free itself, do it for us. Now, the Andromeda Council and the inner earth beings can help find solutions because they are affected by it too. If these beings got a foothold, it would affect everybody in the universe and beyond. So they could get involved, but they needed us involved too because we have to save ourselves. So with all of that knowledge coming together and all of this working with alchemy to create solutions in the quantum field, we are stepping into the oneness, the collaborative co-creative oneness principles that 5D is all about. That what the creation portal Mother Mary wrote about is about how do we co-create with the field and everything within the field because when we step into that creative space, that portal and go through into the field, we are then one with everything. And everything works with us or works against us, depending on our intentions, our thoughts, our feelings, and our, and our emotions. It was an amazing opportunity to learn where we are. And now I get why I had to write that newsletter. The pieces all came together so powerfully this week. We are in an amazing new area of the, the um, constellation of Aquarius that we're in right now. And that's what Mother Mary says in the newsletter. You are in the spring time frame of this constellation. And it is in this energetic field that we have the ability to create like we've never created before. 
There's no coincidence that we were brought this information now. It was the perfect timing and the perfect flow and the perfect opportunity to understand what we are capable of as human beings. It's an amazing, amazing, like an expression of the, <laughs> I want to call us nuts we've become with all the DNA from these these multiple, multiple, multiple different uh, extraterrestrial species. I don't want to call them aliens. Extraterrestrial beings is another way to say it. We have these abilities. And once we clear our conscious, subconscious, and unconscious minds of all the resistance patterns and the pains and the fears, and we step fully in our light, this is what we're capable of. This is why so many beings have wanted to squash us, because they know we can, if we step into all our potential, oh, my word, look out, multiverses. Here, humanity comes. It's time. It's time. And I'm going to take us out again with toning for creation, collaborative, co-creative abilities. part of the awakening family and bringing your energy, your love, your heart, your soul to this work. Because by being a listener, by being part of the family, by creating your intentions for my work and supporting it, you join me anytime I am doing this work. You're with me. And that synergy allows all of us to fly higher. Thank you, beautiful, beautiful souls. I'm honored to walk with your lights and do this work. I'll see you back next Sunday the 10th with God. And I'm sure another very loving message. Have a wonderful week. Namaste and bye for now.